They look like trouble. They feel like the wrong kind of temptation, like a pretty tree frog that can kill you with a touch. And today we are reviewing the Vicious Boys series by Nikki, or sorry, Vicious Lost Boys by Nikki St. Crow. And I want to put a disclaimer out there. <laughs> I always have a disclaimer, right? <laughs> always. I'm not a fan of Peter Pan retellings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's a fair disclaimer, I feel like. I'm not. And I, I have nothing against Peter Pan except for I hate that everybody fawns over him because in reality, Peter Pan is not a good guy. Peter Pan is a villain because he kidnaps children. And I don't understand why people are okay with that. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> only kidnap Wendy and her I mean, brother. Right. <laughs> but, but I mean, de- depending on which books, like the, take this book for instance, well, yeah. it's been generations that they've been kidnapping the, the descendants of Wendy. But essentially, the Lost Boys are kidnapped children. Now, obviously, some of them were like abandoned or whatever, but like Wendy and her brothers were not. Like they just try to sugarcoat it. I thought I thought the Lost Boys, like as a general idea, were kids that were like orphaned, abandoned, and Peter Pan brought in. I think that's most of them, yeah. But okay. there's a theory out there that talks about why Captain Hook is actually not the real enemy that Peter Pan is, is because Captain Hook was kidnapped by Peter Pan, and then he left and grew up, and he came back, and he's trying to stop Peter Pan from kidnapping other people. Ooh, that's a book I'd read. <laughs> Like, that needs to be a Peter Pan or, like, a Captain Hook retelling. Mm-hmm. So, I just... So, this kind of, like, was okay because in this book, Peter Pan is actually represented as the villain, as a, as a yeah, bad as guy. A villain, so, yeah. sure, sure. I, that's why I was okay when you recommended it. Although, I'm pretty sure I put up a fight. Maybe not a big one. It was not a big one at all. Yeah. But mostly because you love me. <laughs> I do love you. And I'll read almost anything that you tell me to read. that's true 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 okay so do we want to start off with what yeah i guess we will continue like what we don't like since that's kind of where we started i think it might for me i think it might be better if i start with some of the things that i did like okay just because they're probably far and few between okay and because i don't remember a lot i'm gonna be (laughs) honest on that i don't i don't remember a lot of it because we read it earlier this year yeah. Yeah. So, it would be interesting to see what comes back as we chat. I love that they represented Peter Pan as a villain, which is probably why I didn't put up a fight because I believe he's a villain. Right. I appreciated some of the twists. Like, I like that Smee was a female. I thought that was really cool. And I liked that Tinkerbell was the villain. I love too. that. Yeah. I love that Smitty was a villain. Or, sorry, a female. And I love that Tink was a villain. And I. I don't remember a lot of the original, like, not Disney, but just, like, the original story of Peter Pan. But is the concept of saying that I don't believe in fairies, is that real? Or is that just for the series? No, I think it's real. I think it's from the original, like, storyline. I think. I could be wrong. Because then in my head, if if he said it, then wouldn't all fairies die? Or is it just because you're saying it in front of that one person? Because I think that that's confusing think, to me. I feel like it's when you say it like to the fairy that you're speaking okay. to. 
It'd be interesting to see if you could say it to a specific fairy and have other fairies in the room and see if they die too. And this is why we're friends because that would be a great experience experiment that both you and I would experience? do. <laughs> I meant to say experiment. Or if you're like, like if he's out walking in the woods and he got pissed off because Van or Bash or Cash or whatever their names are got into an argument, but he's like blowing off. Seems like I hate those stupid fairies. Like he doesn't really mean it, but he's just mm. saying it. But they're not around. So like, would they still die if he did it like 10 miles away from them? And is there a distance, right? These are yeah. the weird things that I think about. So in kind of retrospective things I like, didn't like, that kind of threw me off. Yeah, I could I could appreciate that. I didn't like Tilly, their sister. She was stupid. Tilly. Really? So because Tilly, Tink's daughter, the one who throws the, the oh, throne in the, the pond. Twin sister. Yeah, the okay, twin yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, she was stupid. Like she was very stupid, or theories rather. And I can't believe she did that to her brother's wings. She's like, "Oh yeah. well, I thought that was expected of me." But if nobody fucking told you to do it, it wasn't expected of you. You made that decision because you're a petty little bitch. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I'm trying not to be that... aggressive. I thought we were talking about things we liked. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm hobbling. <laughs> Okay, I'm, Apparently. I'm I'm just I'm just like word vomiting for things to come out and then we can like pick and choose how we want to talk. <laughs> okay, so the things that I liked this from like how I remember it, grade A smut. I loved the smut in this series. Like there are a couple scenes that I like just pop into my head randomly. Just like, dang. That's that's good. So the the one thing that I did like about it is I enjoyed the storyline throughout the series. So I feel like with this series, it was so heavily focused on the smut. Like Nikki St. Crow is well known for being a smutty writer, but I think what I liked about it is there was still enough character development and storyline and plot that you're not just reading straight up smut like and I, I swear I think I mentioned this in one of our previous other our one of our other previous episodes like the ritual pure smut and it wasn't even good like and the storyline in my opinion sucked <laughs> so like, I, I feel like that's gonna be a recurring like baseline that we for me yeah I agree <laughs> Oh, I love it. So that was one thing. Like, the smut starts out, like, pretty early on and hot, like, early on, which, you know, I can appreciate. Um, And then, I like you were saying, I really loved how she set the characters. Like, Smitty being a female, Tink being a villain, Peter Pan being a villain. Even, like, the way she kind of set up the, for lack of a better term, like, hierarchy in the treehouse. Like, they had the Lost Boys that, you know, were quote-unquote the Lost Boys. But then Peter Pan had his core three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. So I, I liked I liked how all of that was set up. I really think she did a good job, again, especially because you're talking less than 300 pages a book. Of world building for me, I could like picture the treehouse. I could picture the beach. I could picture like the uh, lagoon with you know all of it. Like 
it was a very well like described I didn't feel like there was any I wasn't like piecing it together it all felt very cohesive I can agree with that I could picture the treehouse too and I liked the hierarchy as well I also liked at the end that this is going to be kind of cliche and cheesy but all Peter Pan had to do was believe in himself right (laughs) yeah but I I was really happy that the twins got their wings back and that the shadows were mixed up between those two and then Winnie and Van so I think I'm going to surprise you I liked the ending for the twins and I liked the ending for Van and Winnie I feel like Peter Pan could have, I feel like it was just such a, like kind of what you were saying, like, ooh, believe in myself. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's a very like. Cop out. Light, fluffy. Yes. For such a dark series. It's like, ooh, you're a star. You're trying to give him redemption when he doesn't need redemption. Because, right. Like, he's a villain. Let him be a villain. Like, it's totally fine. I would have, I almost would have preferred it if it was been, if it would have been like, yeah, you came up from hell one day. And now you're, <laughs> this is your way. You know, instead of coming from the stars. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I was actually not necessarily disappointed that that's where she went with it. But I feel like she could have done something else or have him have to come to terms with he says he loves and cares about the twins and van like they were his own flesh and blood have him come to terms with he's no longer the one in power here mm-hmm. you know so i mean i i feel like i would have appreciated that more rather than he's a star yeah, we needed that transition and that that internal conflict with him because he has been in charge this whole entire time and has had the power. And now right. he doesn't. Yeah. And I think it would have made the ending sweeter for sure. It was just – it was too simple. It was too easy. And maybe – I mean, we can speculate all day. I mean, that's what we're actually here to do is speculate about it. Maybe she just didn't want to write anymore. And that's why she's like, oh, well, we'll make him be the good guy and powerless and that it's okay. Yeah. Because now – because the twins have their wings back and they're in charge of they're the head of the fairies now or the fae mm-hmm. and they have the shadow. Mm-hmm. What does that make Winnie? I don't remember. I mean, I know she's like their queen, their darling queen, doesn't, but doesn't she still have like half the dark shadow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so literally everybody has power and a title and a, a purpose and Peter Pan doesn't. Doesn't he? Because once he, like, he's, you know, he comes from the stars, he steps, he's able to fly again. He gets his powers back. Like. he, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, he is in the lagoon. I think he's almost dying. And whoever was in the lagoon, I can't remember. Sorry, y'all. Is, like, this is where you came from. Oh, the flippin', the wolf that came out of nowhere. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the wolf. The wolf, and then there was something else that watched everything. The wolf and something. Because wasn't that Peter Pan's old pet? Yes. And then he was surprised to see it come out. They're like, whatever the wolf's name is. Puppy. No, it wasn't and they're Pan. Like, 
It wasn't pans. It was the twins. Oh, okay. The twins. It was their. It was the twins' wolf that their mom killed. That their mom killed, and there was something else. This is gonna bug me now. There was Wasn't something there like, else. Were there mermaids or something? Mermaids. It was something like that. Like some kind of. There was some other being that kept watch, and then when. Pan was in the lagoon almost dying. He was like, he got the vision of how he was abandoned at the lagoon when he was a child because his mom couldn't like deal with him because he was too much. He was too bright of a star to whatever. Yeah, it was all cheesy bullshit. It was. Original, but cheesy. Yes. Well, especially like, I feel like it was, I feel like, in a different type of series, it would have worked, but I just don't think it worked well in this series. It's almost conflicting, right? Because it's supposed to be so dark right. and then it ends on a light note with the yeah. most darkest villain in the series. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. Okay, so it's actually the mother that I was thinking of. So the mother is the one that show like drops him off at lagoon and she's talking to the wolf and the wolf told tells her like just wait the lagoon will give him what he needs and then he comes up he breaks the surface and he's aged like seven or something yeah something and then the wolf the wolf uh she the mother asks if the wolf will watch over the boy and he says as much as i can she says you watch from the earth and i will watch from above She's the brightest shining light in the dark, the second star on the right. So that's where, like, the original. Oh, I totally forgot about that. She's. Yeah. Ah. So, yeah, I just like. Meh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was one thing that I, that I was disappointed with. The other thing that I didn't like in the series is and this is just a personal preference it's not something I wouldn't not read the series again because of it, but I don't like it when authors like play into like catty behavior. And there was so much of that in this book between like Cherry, who is Hook's sister, who Hook gave to Peter Pan for some type of truce. She becomes part of like the Lost Boys Club. And she desperately wanted to be with Van. Van wanted nothing to do with her. And she ends up like locking Winnie in one of their rooms. And that's how Winnie gets the the dark shadow. And like you had all of that cattiness with Cherry. And then Tilly was a freaking bee. I was Tink being a villain doesn't bother me. But like I wish like Cherry and Winnie hadn't had that cattiness and that Tilly had a brain. Yeah. I didn't care for either one of them, to be honest. (laughs) Okay. The one thing, the one character that I absolutely loved in this book, in this series rather, was Rock, who is a play off of the crocodile from the Peter Pan series. And so you've got like Captain Hook. He's terrified of Rock. But this is an actual person. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think Rock comes in until book two or three. Yeah, I don't remember. And I fell in love so fast. <laughs> he was pretty great. He was so hot. That was, and I don't did... even think he had a... 
a smut scene. No, she did really good about like twisting. Like this, I feel like is a twisted retelling with all the changes that she made. And from taking a story and like making it original in the way that she wrote, it was phenomenal. Like making it like, like you said, like making the crocodile an actual person that Captain Hook is terrified of making Smee a female making Tink the villain. Like it's just, I will give Nikki kudos for that for sure. Yeah. Which is probably why, why I continued to read it, even though it was Peter Pan, because I was like, Oh, Okay. Now, and now we're talking. This yeah. is the right path. I got you. <laughs> yep, I completely, completely agree. And then I would say some of the other like things I liked in this in the series was Winnie going back to the home where her mom was, and and basically like I can't remember if Pan was there, but I know the boys were there, and. Winnie kind of showing her mom like, hey, I'm safe. I'm good. You know, we've kind of worked out things. No one ever has to be kidnapped again. <laughs> yeah. After well, that the was- years and years of torture that her mom put her through. I was, now that you mentioned that, it triggered in my head that it was Tink who was, was it Tink or was it Tilly? Who was going, who was sorting through their brain to try and find his shadow? That's why they all went crazy because she was doing it on purpose. I just don't understand why they didn't figure that out sooner. That's right. We've talked about that when we when we were like chatting through the series initially. I forgot about that. I think it was Tink and and But then it had to be somebody else after Tink because Tink was dead when Winnie was there, right? Or did Tink try and do it to Winnie? I'm confused on the timeline. Yeah, I don't remember. But it backfired because it triggered a memory for her. Yeah. And that's how she remembered that and the they shadow were, I was actually at Wendy's house the entire time, right? In yeah. a chest of some sort. Yeah. That's where Tink hit it. But yeah, it backfired because she was able to fight it and it triggered a memory. And that's why they went back. Yeah. Yep, that yep, was yep. interesting. So I like that there was like closure for her mom. I really loved, and again, this is just, I fall for them every time. I loved Van's development through the series. Like, of Again, we just recorded the episode talking about uh, the Bonds That Ties series. And like, you kind of, that was done a lot better. But in a much shorter, shorter span, the same type of development happens with Van where you're like, wow, he's kind of a dick. And then by the end, you're like, he loves her so much and it's precious. <laughs> we love it when the bad boys fall and they fall hard. Yeah. It's, yeah. Especially the trope? tormented I mean, ones. Like, I need like a hardcore trope where it's not like enemies to lovers, but more like he hates her fucking guts and then like almost dies to save her by the end of it. I don't know. I mean, I feel like enemies to lovers kind of covers that. I don't know. Maybe you know what you should tack on it. Dark enemies to lovers. There we go. That will. Yeah. Okay. We don't want the fluffy like neighbors bitching about flowers or their mailbox. Nah, we want dark enemies to friends. Yeah. Or enemies to lovers. Fuck being friends. We're not even going there. We're going straight from enemies to lovers. That's it. And when they fuck, it's because they're pissed off at each other. It's not lovey, cuddly. No. Yes. Yeah. And and I think that's one thing that Van does so well. And, And I mean, Winnie is all for it, is... He's so rough and like 
almost like hate sex with her every single time. But for them, it's just like this great connection. I'm just like, this is uh-huh. amazing. And I to them, that, that, that's cuddly and affectionate and loving. Yes. That's yeah. the way of affection. Yeah. I like that. I could have taken, like, the twins, I didn't, I never really cared one way or the other. Pan, I liked. But as far as, like, connecting with any of the characters, the only ones I really connected with were Van and Rock, which is ironic since they're brothers. Oh, that, they need their, well, if Van wasn't with Winnie, they could have their own reverse harem. (laughs) I'd be all about it. But Hook, and so there's going to be a spinoff. I know we haven't read it yet. But the Mm -hmm. spinoff is going to be Rock and, and, and Hook going after the original Wendy, right? The original Wendy, yes. Yeah, because freaking Pan just dropped her off at some random island years and years and years ago. And was like, peace. <laughs> and he never went back. And he never went back. I can't remember the exact circumstances behind that. I think they got separated like or, yeah, yeah, he was forced to leave or not that he wanted to, but. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about something trippy. And I don't know if it was explained in the story or not or if it was just in my head. But we have to okay. think that every single female in the Darling line, Pan or at least mm-hmm. one of the, the lost, the vicious boys fucked (laughs) i'm assuming isn't that weird or is that just me that winnie winnie is with are we sure it never says that they didn't and it never says that they did i think they confirmed that they never fucked wendy or her descendants now i don't know about the descent no because the first wasn't the original wendy the one that pan initially like wanted to keep I just know losing my mind. I just I just remember they're saying there's been a lot. It's been a long time. There's been a lot of generations. Yeah. And so I'm just, you know, they're vicious boys. They they they're fuck boys. They like to mess around. I'm like, can you imagine being yeah. with these guys and be like, oh my god, you had sex with my great great grandmother three times three times? <laughs> right? Like, is that weird or is it just me? I mean. That's stuck in my head. Is it any more weird that so many of these books, the male is like hundreds of years old and the female is like 18? (laughs) Not at all. Because women mature way, way past their age, their, their physical age. So your body may be 18, but you could be like 32 in your head and like a 58 year old in your soul. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like it's any more weird than, like, you know, a 452-year That doesn't bother me as much as – so I read this series. I can't remember who the author is. It's between two authors, two series. And the dude is, like, he's he's, obviously a fuckboy. And he ends up sleeping with this older woman. And he later finds out that it's the mom of the girl that he ends up with. Okay. And that just bothers me. Like – I don't know why. And they're okay with that in the story. And then there's another one. It might be the same series. It might not. Like the dude like fucks her best friends before they get together. And then they get together. And they're like just okay with it. And I'm just like, no. I think that's a trigger. (laughs) Not a trigger, but that's a line for me. Like you can't have slept with my mom and and my sisters and then my best friends. And then maybe my my guy cousin. Like you you just and then come like I'm just like, 
I don't know. That just bothers me in my head. I'm just like, how are you okay with that? Because I don't think I would be okay with that. If Van had sex with your great, your third great grandmother, would you be okay with that? Or is it because it's so long and it, they're not around and like you never knew her? Like it's just another woman and you just block. I mean, it out? as long as he's not like, man, you're tighter than your grand grandmother. <laughs> Or, you know, me and your great-grandmother made that same noise. (laughs) You know? I think that's why it bothers me, because, like, how can they not compare, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I can agree. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. I just, and it's it's nothing, like, you didn't even make that connection, right? It's just something in my brain, because my brain works weirder, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't even something that was on my mind. I just think about those things. Just like I sometimes think, and this is probably totally off. This is a tangent. Like, I know that they never really go to the bathroom in books, right? Like, they just don't. But then sometimes I'm just like, you should probably go pee after that sexathon. Like, what are you doing? Like, go to the bathroom. This is something that actually, like, legitimately bothers me. And I was thinking about it the other day. I was literally driving and thinking about this, about... And in that too, but this in particular was what I was thinking about. I'm like, okay, explain to that you were gonna have to name this episode. Like, we kind of talk about <laughs> the vicious lost boys and rant. Right. <laughs> so here's what I want to do in a book I write eventually one day. I want a realistic scene slash multiple scenes that prep somebody for anal sex because I'm sorry if she was a virgin and then you're doing anal four chapters later that's bullshit no that is more believable than some chick being okay that she's with the guy who fucked her mom okay no (laughs) maybe I don't know but yeah that's just a thing that just the whole not comparing, but it's just in my brain. So that kind of stands out for me. Are we um ready to do some raking? Ranking? Yeah. Rating? Ranking, rating. So darkness. I'll let you go first. Mostly because I don't have an answer yet. I'm saying three or four. Yeah, I was thinking somewhere in the realm of, of three or four. Or four. I don't know. I I'm thinking maybe closer to three. Yeah, that's funny. We both said it at the same time. Yeah, I think I think closer to three because again, they're not killing because they want to kill. They're killing because they're kind of forced to. Like any of the torture that Winnie went through, you don't really see a bunch of it on page. Yeah, I think there's like a few rough sex scenes but i mean it's one of those like walking the towing the line between Mm -hmm. consensual non-consent yeah so i would agree with three yeah and then the spiciness i would say three what how are you gonna give bonds a four and never king series a three because i don't really remember there being a lot of group scenes i think there was like one scene with pan and van and then maybe one scene with the brothers but i don't remember there being one with all four of them and if there was one the fact that i don't remember means that it probably wasn't that good (laughs) 
I think you. I think you might be right. I don't know. There, there was a full. So they, they, they should be lucky. They're getting a three. You're a reverse harem, and you don't have a group scene of all four of them. I don't remember a group scene either. But I still want to say it's a four because it's still like very good, spicy smut. Just, just not very kinky. I mean, you and can have your four. There's, 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 there's some kink. I think, which is why yeah, it's a three kink. and not a two. My God. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a solid four. Okay. In my opinion. I don't disagree with you. I give, I'm just saying you cannot be a reverse harem and not have a have a, a group scene. So therefore that already knocks like two stars off. Or peppers or whatever. Whatever you say. You're just bummed there's not a group scene. I'm very upset. <laughs> very. That's okay. And then okay, overall. So- Overall, I'm I just mean, gonna I stick would, with my threes. Say, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the four on overall. I really, I did really enjoy it. Like I said, I enjoyed the storyline as much as I enjoyed the smut. So, and I think I would reread it. I would. Mm, there would have to be a really good reason why I would reread it. Maybe just to confirm that there's not a group sex scene and then just be pissed all over again. <laughs> um, I'm okay with the three because, again, I, you know, I'm not a big Peter Pan fan, but I loved what she right. did with the story. I think it was really great. It was intriguing. Not happy with the ending like we talked about with Pan because that was just a cop out. He didn't need redemption. Right. I'm probably pro- – I might enjoy the spinoff more than this one, to be honest. I – I think personally, I think I would enjoy the spinoff more than this one too. I, I'm really, really excited about the spinoff, and I and if I didn't have so many books to read that I'm looking forward to, I would be like doing a countdown to when that one comes out. Yeah, I don't know when, but okay. So my yeah. dark rating is three, my spicy is three, and my overall is three, and yours are three, four, and four. Okay, that's not yeah. too bad. I mean, I think that's the first time we've ever, like, had separate ratings. No, we've had a couple. Have we? Uh-huh. Hmm. Perfect Strangers okay. was one. Was it? Yeah. I okay. gave it a five. And you didn't. Oh, gave it a yeah. Three. That's because that was a bunch of BS that you gave it a five at all. <laughs> I'm just going off my scale. That's it. That's true. That is true. Okay, readers. And where does the darkness rate with you? Thank you for joining us on the journey into the shadows of love, where dark romance stories come to light. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Bones of the Story as much as we did. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to us. And to stay updated on all things dark romance, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, ideas, or even your own dark romance stories with us. Drop us a line at bonesofthestory at gmail.com. Remember, our next tantalizing episode is just around the corner, so keep your hearts open and your senses sharp. Until then, embrace the darkness and let the stories continue to stir your deepest desires. This is Misty and Jen signing signing off from from Bones Bones of the Story. Story.